dude, this dog leg stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists you found the groom pod welcome to our virtual salon my name is Susie, and i'm your host i'm a mobile groomer from seattle washington and anyone who knows me will tell you i love to talk especially about my job one of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show miss barbara bird Susie, hey, do I have stuff to talk about today? Can't wait to get into it. How are you? I am doing really good with my trailer version 2.0. I'm loving every bit of it. Welcome to episode 364 of the Groom Pod, recorded on February 19th, 2023, in Snohomish, Washington, and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Cheers, Groomore, and Stazco. And if you guys would like to tip your podcasters, you can go to our website, thegroompod.com, and use the donation button or the Patreon link. So we're going to talk recirculating bathing systems this week. We're going to tell you what they are, how they work, and how we use them. And Barbara had an exciting encounter with AI, and I'm so stoked to hear about it. This week, What's New is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. Well, I had a really stressful and kind of dreamlike encounter with a client yesterday. Oh, yeah? Oh, this, this goes over a period of time. So did you ever fall into a situation that's uncomfortable and stressful and it just feels like a bad dream uh, yes and he, you know like oh and there's this angst because you just can't wake up you can't get out of it well i have this customer with a bichon the customer the client is a woman of oh, oh i think she's like 92 years mm. and her husband who's maybe 90 and their little Bichon. And I, of course, the Bichon was the first element of appeal to me. You know, oh, good, a new Bichon to groom. You know, and I love Toby, even though he's kind of a pain in the ass to groom because he doesn't love doing it as much as I do. <laughs> so they had to leave me because they had to leave their condo and move into an assisted living thing they moved into into the foothills rich folks area of town the lower foothills but nonetheless and a place called the atria whatever that means it's fancy it's fancy and it's a little further away and they had to give up their car so they don't even have a car that they can have somebody else 
right there it's stuck in here in this facility now and it, for a while it was locked down because of the pandemic and as were all the assisted care facilities in tucson so they tried mobile a couple of times and they tried different ways of grooming and it nothing worked out they missed me and they came back so now they're two years older than they were when they were old before, right? <laughs> okay, so I just love this one. I, you know, I've sat and had tea with these people and we've chatted and they were both professors at their university and they met and fell in love and got married, you know. They were enjoyable. I love them, I love their dog. And they were regular, and sometimes I would pick up and deliver and stuff like this, and we would work it out, and I just was committed to providing them with service. So now they come back to me, and it's a much more complicated drive. It's a little bit longer, and I wasn't too eager to go pick up and deliver, although it's always a possibility in my mind if people are not too far out of my area, I offer this. Well... They started out fine with help where they they have help provided in this big, fancy, expensive facility, but it's not adequate. So they have to hire out other help, additional resource help, right? Right. I couldn't even find a place. Oh, oh God. I had, well, okay, wait a minute. Didn't they hire somebody to bring the dog? Wasn't that? They hired somebody and it was going to work out perfectly. And she's going to bring the dog and pick up and deliver the dog. And then somehow she vanished from their scenario. Oh. You know, some of these people work for her for a while. And then they either don't work out or their employer who sends them to her changes their schedule or changes out the staffing and they're not coming anymore or shit happens. So you offered to pick up? So yeah, and I got a little taste of kind of what happens. Maybe, maybe why there's such a turnover of help around this woman. Uh oh. (laughs) Because yesterday I agreed to go pick up Toby. I said, well, I can pick him up on my way to work and then I'll bring him back after work. She said, or I can bring him, I can come get him in a taxi. I said, well, let's just, I'll come pick him up tomorrow between 10 and 1030. And I went on to do that and I got up and followed her instructions. And she said, take the first left after you turn on the light. And I did enough, my first turn into what was supposed to be her fancy place was all businesses. No. So that's not right. It's some kind of a bit law firms. <laughs> <laughs> Probably specializing in elder law. <laughs> <They're Yeah. close. laughs> well, that, it's a thing. Boy, the whole elderly is a marketplace. Yep. You know, no kidding. Well, I'm texting her and she says, I'm outside walking the dog waiting for you. Oh, great. <laughs> and I get on back on the road to go up a little further. And the, there's goddamn crew resurfacing the road on the inside lane, the curb of her facility. 
You can't go in there. Oh, fun. First of all, they're huge, giant trucks, tankers and trucks and equipment that they have. It, it covers the little dainty sign of the atrium with a fancy font. So I didn't even see it, right? Going the other way. It's a single line, creepy, crawly traffic. And they also have it blocked off so that you can't make a UE and go into that. And you can't make a UE and go into that. And we're there, you can't get there from here. Well, I go way the fuck down there. Make a UE, come back. I have to piss off in this little single file line limping our way back to where I think maybe is the address. And I get down there to the nearest streetlight, and I said, oh, I can turn here. There's a man there that won't let me. I'm pointing at the turn. I say, I have to go in there. (laughs) And he's saying, no, you don't. Not going to happen, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Still going. And I can't see another way into the thing. And the next thing I know, I've gone too far. And then I had to go back another time and identify that that was the driveway where I was supposed to go in. Then on the third time, this is the third time going, you know, miles out of my way and creeping back. Jesus, I was so stressed out. I finally turned into the the atrium And I go a little further and a little further, and there's the old lady. She's got her walker, her triangular folded together walker. She's walking down with her, her legs are so bad that she has to wear bandages on them all the time. Compression bandages, not just little knee socks, you know? So (laughs) with her, way overweight, be shown grown out now because we haven't done him and he's holding his leash and he's being such a good boy oh. Walk, walking slightly behind into the side of her well i part there she is good yay i'm here right i pull over and she just walks over and i get out of the car so i can take the dog and she says i'll get in the car And I said, no. (laughs) I said, what are you doing? She says, I need to get in the car. I said, no. no." (laughs) She says, I'm coming with you. No. (laughs) No, no, you're not. (laughs) I said, no, that's not going to work. I don't have a crate to put you in. I I said, and she said, yes, it has to work. I am coming. I am coming. And she's not giving me the dog. (sighs) Just to digest that, I'm coming along with you part just blew my fuses right and left. I am just like, what the fuck? And she insisted. And this is what I sense. She's the pushiest person. There's no disrespect, no dishonor, no nothing. I'm going to do this. I'm coming with you. She said, open the door. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
And then she hands me, she's got a her file folder with her. All her papers. Where does she think you're going? <laughs> she tells me, she's got to sit down. Please open the door, I got to sit down. Okay, I had to respond to that. So I let her put her ass in the seat in the car. So of course she brings her legs in and she's in the car. And I said, I can't take care of you down there. That place is uh, a mess. She said, I'll just sit in your car. (laughs) (laughs) I have been so kind to her and, you know, and everything. I couldn't just go out of that character. I had to say, Joan, are you trying to run away from home? Uh, And she said, and she was, she said, I have to get out of here. That was so clear. So I buckled her up, buckled up myself, and we left. And she, I said, you know, it's not going to work for you to be at the shop. And she said, well, I'll, I'll have some coffee somewhere. And then I'll take a cab home. I said, okay, uh, there's a Starbucks here. At least Starbucks is pretty safe. And she said, well, I don't want to go to this one. I want to go to the Starbucks and Speedway and Country Club. It's closer to your shop. I said, yeah, but you're not going to the shop. (laughs) I said, said, Joan, I can't take care of you today. She said, I don't need that. I just need a place to sit and be by myself. And she said, take me to that Starbucks. So I took her to the Starbucks and I doubled back and I finally got to work at 1130. And two hours later, I mean, and I was just frazzled. I was so frazzled, frazzled from the half an hour spent trying to find the place and then frazzled by the woman insisting on getting in the car and I'm taking her. So in my mind... I see you driving back, opening the door and pushing her and the dog out as you pass the the blocked off driveway. (laughs) She started calling me. She called me from the Starbucks. There's I hear the noise in the background. She's sitting there in the Starbucks and she wants to know if he's ready yet. I see he was all ready. It was a deal. It's going to pick up. And I delivered back at the end of the day. And uh, it was hard. What a mess. She said, no, he wasn't done. I said, he's being dried right now and I have to do the whole haircut. And she said, well, I'll sit outside. And then I said, get it. She's sitting at Starbucks until her dog is done. If he's done at six o'clock, she's still going to be sitting. She's going to sit oh there until six o'clock. Okay, got to get the dog done. And then I called her and told her the dog was done. And she said, I'll take a taxi. Can you call one? I don't know how. I texted, don't go anywhere. I'm coming to get you. (laughs) First of all, I don't want to put a feeble 90-something lady in a car with a stranger. I agree. I'm just not comfortable doing that. If it were her and I together, that would be a different thing. But anyway, meanwhile, it wasn't torture enough. There's more? (laughs) Well... It occurred to me, this woman is desperate to escape from her million-dollar prison and maybe even her much sicker husband. Right. Just needed a break. That she really needed a break. And so 
I offered, I texted her and I said, I have an idea. Why don't we go to brunch Tuesday or Thursday? I'll drive, you pay. Oh, good plan. <laughs> Did she go for it? Yeah. Oh, she, all over it. Good. She was all over it. Neat. But in the meantime, I have gotten a taste of how horribly pushy she can be. <laughs> Surprise. There is an aura of privilege. You're going to have to lay down some boundaries, Barbara. Yeah, I may have to. And uh, I didn't think so, because usually when you run into people that are that bright, they set the boundaries themselves, they know. But I think this is just a way of survival of life with her, that she's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, <laughs> that's my story of the day. Holy cow. I was so wiped out after that. Then I had to go back to the shop and finish two dogs because I just saw a, a moment where I could just like run and get her. I almost took off from Starbucks without putting her walker in the back. I, <laughs> I, unfortunately, I looked in my rearview mirror before I pulled away from the curb to make sure there wasn't any cars coming that I would slam into. I was so wanting to get out of there. And I noticed... <laughs> a walker <laughs> sitting back on me. So I thought, uh-oh, forgot something. She tipped me a lot. Okay. So now we had to negotiate the price. Now that was interesting because she said, what's the price? I am sure I owe you a, a lot. And I said, well, it's $75 plus 10 for the pickup and delivery. And she said, and see, she's always kind of played me a little cheap maybe a $5 tip. So she said, I don't think that's enough, Barbara. And I said, okay, how about $100? We'll just leave it at $100. And she said, that's still not enough. So I said, okay, how about 125? I said, let's just make it 125. And I was kind of assertive about it. And I set the limit there. And she said, yeah, oh, that works. And think that we can work on it. The moral of the story, Barbara, the moral of the story is no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just but I'm going to, I get to pick the place where we go to eat. Well, that's cool. I've already looked up best brunch in Tucson. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. And it will give her a little bit of, uh, an escape and a respite and some socializing. Because apparently they're not talking a whole lot with the other very old people up there. Well, they're all old. That was my grandparents' complaint. I'm never moving into one of those places because it's full of old people. Who wants to be around old people? And he had a point. He hit on every 30-year-old waitress at every diner we ever ate at. <laughs> he was 92. <laughs> he thought he had a chance. He had the worst breath ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love my grandfather. He was the best. He was absolutely the best. Here, let me interject for a moment. Yeah, and interject. Do we need to uh, hear from our folks? Um, In a minute, in a minute. But I wanted to tell you about my week really quickly because I want to wrap up the Chris Christensen D-Shed and uh, 
BioGroom Anti-Shed. What the hell is that name? That's the worst name ever. I had this week four Goldens, two Palm Skis that are big, a German Shepherd, three Westies, and a Partridge in a Pear Tree. I did so many D-Sheds this week, it was absolutely crazy. And I used the Chris Christensen Smart Wash, and I also uh-huh. used the BioGroom. And both of them seemed to work okay. I mean, obviously not best shot. They're not full of silicones. But I think both of them worked okay. And as I used them a little bit more, my only real complaint is that there was a lot of foam, a lot more foam than I really like to deal with, even with just a little bit of that 50 to 1 Chris Christensen uh, shampoo. It still foamed more than I'd like. But I, I... It was designed to be very foamy. Okay, that doesn't work for me. I hate to say it. Yeah, well, it, it does work for... The majority, you're in the minority. Yes. And it doesn't work so well for the recirculating bathing system itself. But we can talk about that in a little while. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, let me, uh, let's just take a quick little teeny tiny break and then you can tell us that your other what's new, which is going to be fun, I suspect. Did you know that Stasco has come out with a couple of new products? First, there is the Stasco Oatmeal Protein Conditioner. This conditioner provides exceptional body and manageability and super shiny finishes. And it has a wonderful apple scent that I love. Great in the recirculator, too. And they have a new matching protein conditioning spray. Dematting, anti-static conditioning, and finishing all in one. Just like the original Stasco spray, but with that delicious apple fragrance. Look for these new products at trade shows and your favorite distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies. I have a flash that I need to share. Share away. Do you know what the difference between the spray... And the conditioner is? Water. Exactly. Ha! See, you've taught me so well, I can think it out. I'm going to go look. But I think you're going to find ingredient lists that are like almost identical to those two products, especially those two, because they're the same manufacturer, the same line, the same. They're intended to be matched. There may be a little more silicone in the spray. The spraying is so often just a diluted version of a conditioner. I really like the smell. I realized that I'm definitely happier with a smell that I enjoy. So for the Chris Christensen smart washes, <laughs> they're okay smells, but they're not delicious apple goodness. I'm totally a sucker for that. (laughs) And I know it. I recognize it. Well, you're human. You're human, so you get to be that. Let's speak of non-humans. Tell me about your interaction. This is cool. You know, ever since I saw a little bit of coverage on TV, since I have mine going 24-7, I have become curious about the... Artificial intelligence chat function, because now you can ask artificial intelligence a question and they will give you an answer. And actually, students are using this app to write their whole essays and papers and stuff. So there's a big whole controversy about that. But that just irked my curiosity. Oh, I can ask it technical questions. And I might get 
a well-organized response, or I could see if it's bullshit. So today I was answering a post about what ingredients speed up drying and what slow it down ingredients or, and or products. And so I said, oh, I let's ask, <laughs> let's ask artificial intelligence. There's no human here, people. If, in case you don't know about artificial intelligence, it's just data that has been entered into this gigantic, absolutely mind-blowing data collection. And then it has bots that will the information together in a response or in a letter or in an essay. And people are asking it all kinds of questions and it's a big fucking deal. So I asked AI and it, this was, let me see if I can find that. It's AI GPT, chat GPT. And chat GPT, I said, how do silicones speed up drying of hair? And here's the response. It says, silicones are often used in hair care products, such as shampoos, conditioners, and styling products to improve the hair's appearance and texture. They can help speed up the drying of hair in a few ways. What a well-entered God, Does it have punctuation and grammar and all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything. I didn't find it. You know, I see the, those things stick out to me worse than sticky eddies on a poodle. There's three listed ways in which it can help speed up drying. One, smoothing effect. Silicones can help to smooth down the cuticle layer of the hair, which can reduce fringe and make the hair look sleeker and shinier. Absolutely true. This smoother surface can also help water evaporate more quickly from hair, which can speed up the drying process. Right, the tighter the hair cuticle, the less likely the water is gonna sit there and try to absorb and fight the evaporation process. Two, water repellency. Some silicones, such as dimethicone, are hydrophobic and can repel water from the surface of the hair. This can help prevent the hair from becoming waterlogged, which can slow down the drying process. Okay, so this hydrophobic thing, it's really like, sort of like silicones chased water. <laughs> this is why the car wash does this silicone spray of your vehicle before you go through the blow dryers, right? Right. Because it really sends the water uh, running. And if you have a smooth cuticle, then the water's going to slide right off the hair. If you have an open porous cuticle, well, it's going to want to absorb into the hair. Yeah, going back to your car wash example, when you go through the dryer and the water beads up and it just runs off of the hood of your car, it's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three is heat transfer. Some silicone-based styling products such as heat protectants and serums can help speed up the drying process by transferring heat more efficiently. I never thought of that. I... That's a little deeper explanation. I knew that there was heat transfer, but I didn't understand it quite that 
detail. That's cool. This can help the hair dry more quickly when using a blow dryer, that'd be us, or other heat styling tools. Now, it has another paragraph. It says, it is important to note, however, that overuse of silicone-based products can lead to buildup on the hair, which can actually slow down drying and make the hair look dull and lifeless. It is recommended to use silicone-based products in moderation. Now, I would argue that. Yeah, that's old technology. That's the old silicones. And to clarify the hair periodically to remove any buildup. Well, that part is good. In today's products, because it's not just silicones that can build up. And the older dimethicones are still on the market and still being used as ingredients. They're not all amodimethicones, which are much less likely to build up. So original silicones are still with us and still doing this. And cationic conditioners can also build up on the hair and actual oils that are in the products like argan oil, olive oil, all of those, those oils can build up because they don't go away with evaporation. So there's all kinds of ingredients really in our shampoos and conditioners that can uh, affect the speeding up or slowing down of the hair. I just don't think that you have to use them in moderation. I think you can use them to excess <laughs> because you can over silicone a given dog. Yes, absolutely. But if you use a clarifying shampoo every now and then, you could still follow it with the silicone spray. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You just should use a clarifying shampoo every now and then. The lone exception might be a particularly sensitive, uh, raw skin dog. You might not want to use a clarifying shampoo on, but basically you want to occasionally clarify the coat because sometimes it's just barely perceptible lack of luster, so to speak, of the coat can be built up. It's not necessarily really dripping in dreadlocks or a total wisp out. Buildup can gradually make the coat appear not its best self. And clarification occasionally, just routinely, just kind of work it in. He's going to get clarified. <laughs> uh. Was that all that the AI told you, or did it wrap things up at all? No, that's it. Well, I've gone over what the AI told me. The AI just says it's important to note that we recommend... Uh, he, why can't... How can AI recommend <laughs> to me? <laughs> it is recommended. Was that the only question? I actually asked uh, how silicone speed up drying. I asked a broader question and then I got more than I wanted. But this is good. No, I my first experience with um, chat is really cool. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'll do it again, you know, because I think that it organizes information very well. Sounds like it. And in fact, reading it is 
enjoyable to me just for reading it's written properly. (laughs) No, isn't that funny? Yes. That's what's happened to me is that it looks like me. I'm sorry. AI looks like me. (laughs) It does. It puts commas in there, you know, like it's got colons. I get it. I love the layout. I love the grammar. I love the idea organization. So I might just use it. It'll help me speed up my writing because it might be kind of chopped up for me. How to slice a pie. I like it. Right. Cool. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Take a quick break. Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. Oh boy, Barbara, I love to talk about recirculating bathing systems because I know how they have lengthened my grooming career big time. So what is a recirculating bathing system, you might ask? Well, we are going to tell you. It is a sump pump that is a a hose attached to it and has a pre-built electrical system that you can plug in. The sump pump will mix everything up and spit it out through the hose. And there are some other details, like for instance, the nozzle. The nozzle has quite an effect on what goes on. And the reason I know this is because I'm using a different nozzle now than I was two weeks ago. And I can really see a difference in the nozzle from the Bathing Beauty. So you've got about what, three or four different ways to get a recirculating bathing system. The first is, of course, Hanvey's Bathing Beauty. And Barbara and I both use that. And then there's the HydroSurge product, which might be an Oster product or might be back to a HydroSurge product. It's called a Power Bather or something like that. I do think they still make it somewhere. Then there's the one by Opause, which after looking at it, isn't really quite the same. It's got only a very small intake, it looked like, and it's got a weird uh, yard nozzle on it. Then you can make a do-it-yourself one. So Barbara, tell us a little bit about what a bathing beauty is. Did I cover it? Okay, let's take a break and we'll get back with how it works. (laughs) So you're using a Bathing Beauty also. I have several reasons for liking the Bathing Beauty. And one of them is that you use a lot less shampoo. But here's an interesting thing. Bathers don't all have a hard time getting that less is more. And that you can use much less shampoo concentrate in the Bathing Beauty than if you just diluted it in a bottle. And the reason that you can use way less product is because it's it's 
watching the product over and over and over and over the coat. So it's just recirculating. It's just rewashing and rewashing and rewashing. It's applying it over and over and over on the coat. And so it doesn't take not so much as just like going down the drain by accident. Every molecule gets used up in your shampoo solution that you make. So you like know? when you're doing it by hand, you're applying the shampoo, maybe a little diluted water in it to just one spot, and then you move to another spot, and then you move to another spot, and you're not really efficiently using all the molecules that are available to you. Right, right. And and the more foam it has, the more molecules you're not using to clean. You know, those surfactant surrounding air that makes the bubbles in the foam, it's holding on to the air rather than holding in the solution and grabbing the dirt and oils and surrounding them. It's too interested in the air. And it isn't until you break that foam in the rinse that you actually get the cleaning. So at that time, you have to wet the dog down, apply the shampoo, diluted or undiluted, and rinse, and rinse, and rinse, and rinse. Isn't that what they always used to tell us? Rinse, 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 and then rinse some more. Yes, I totally remember that. See, that's the other feature. The bathing beauty is actually rinsing as it is recirculating. So it's taking suds out. It's not leaving very much suds in the coat at any one moment. The suds actually sit down, most of them, in the water. And if, in fact, if you have too much suds, it's going to choke the bathing beauty. It'll go, Ugh. oh, yes, that happened to me with the Chris Christensen. It just tells you, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> And you say, oh, sorry, honey, and you had some more water. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I did. I just put a little bit more water in there. So when the molecule grabs onto either the oil, dirt, whatever particulate, or the foam particulate, then it's useless to grab another one, right? It only grabs one piece, and then it goes on about its business, carrying it away down the drain or whatever. When we just apply it by hand, you only get the opportunity to pass that stuff through when your hands are moving it through the coat, because it has to actually contact the oil pieces. Yeah, well, you end up in hand bathing or even in application bathing where you, where you get a, a foamy mixture of shampoo comes out of spray. When you get that, you can go through a ton of product because you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. The, with the Bathing Beauty, you put one half to one ounce of shampoo in the tub. And the problem that I have is that I have one employee who just likes to go check, 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 not even use the pump but just chug it in the in the water. And then, of course, what he gets is, is this huge bathtub full of suds. I like to call it an I love Lucy moment. It is. <laughs> you just see the eyes and the nose of the dog, and it's standing in all this foam. <laughs> and I picture foam coming over the front of the tub. And, <laughs> and then 
you have to provide them because they've made so much foam because they've used too much shampoo. You have to provide them with something to spray on the foam to break it down, or it takes forever to, to rinse the foam down the drain. I'm lucky I have a big drain because that was driving me crazy. Mine's a regular bathtub. Right. Actually, my poor old bathtub. I, I love it, and I'm just hoping it's going to last me for my lifetime. It's lasted me for 45 years already, but I just need to squeeze out a little bit more time. And it's got rust in the bottom. Yeah. My tub is rust in the bottom from the time when Dave worked for me 17 years ago, he left a bleach solution in to, quote, soak overnight and get it really clean. Well, you know what that did? It just like ate through the porcelain. Absolutely. It gave me a rust, rusty tub that just keeps gradually expanding an area in the bottom of my tub. I digress. Move me, move me on. Move me Let's on. talk nozzles for a minute. Because when I received the Bathing Beauty, I also got an explanation of how Curtis designed his nozzle. But basically, the difference between the other nozzles and the one on the Bathing Beauty is quite extreme. And it's really effective at getting that shampoo down deep. This is the new nozzle. It's the new nozzle. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas my hydrosurge nozzle was just basically a bunch of flat holes in a surface. And so it worked fine. I didn't know I was missing out until I got the new Bathing Beauty. And I saw the difference. And the Opaz one has basically a yard hose, kind of an adjustable squeezer. It's got a trigger handle. Yeah, I can't do trigger handles that well because of my hand problems. And I even on my freshwater sprayer, I have um, a volume control that, that you do by your thumb. And then you just have it at whatever volume you want. And you can pull it back with your thumb. And there's no continual pressure needed. The beauty of Curtis is that he has an engineering background and it happens to be an engineering background in water and water function. So he turned his engineering mind onto this and big improvement for me. I love it. I'm happy to have it. I didn't know I was missing it until I got it. It does make a difference what nozzle you use. And when you're putting together your do-it-yourself one, I don't think that you can purchase any of the nozzles that come with the setups you can buy a Hanvey hose and nozzle, but it, he's made it real expensive. Oh, well, I could see that. Yeah, you can buy that. And for me, the hose was important because I had an old hydrosurge before I had this, and it had like a washing machine hose, which was, I mean, it never cracked or leaked or anything like that, but it was heavy and somewhat stiff. But Curtis chose a flexible hose that is just more user-friendly. Yes, I totally agree. It's his design. That's His stuff is designed so well. He goes the extra mile to make it work for what we do. So I'm thrilled about that. I'm really enjoying it. I wanted to say a couple of more things about recirculating systems. That's okay, all we're I, talking about today. So do you want to take a break oh. in the middle? <laughs> so we can, let me play an ad and then we'll Good, move then on. Then I'll forget again, but go ahead. No, sure. go ahead. I'll, I'll cut the ad in. No, no. I, <laughs> too late. Hey, Chris Bear Anthony here. 
You may know I've been swiveling for years now with my beloved Evolution shears, but I wasn't actually born with a pair of swivel shears in my hands. Check out our website and Facebook page for our library of how-to videos, or give me a shout for a personalized guide. Your hands will thank you. Don't forget, GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod. What are you waiting for? Give them a try today. Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. I think that everybody should have show season true tearless shampoo and show season hypo conditioner on hand. Show Season has formulated true tearless shampoo with alternative surfactants that are less irritating, but still clean very well. And the Hypo Conditioner is one of the best fragrance-free conditioners in the market. And if you guys would like to find some Show Season True Tearless or Hypo Conditioner, go to showseasongrooming.com. But a recirculating bathing system is recirculating dirty water over the dogs. How could we possibly be getting clean dogs that way? Funny you should ask. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am playing the part of the audience. That is the most common criticism that you get of recirculating bathing systems, that they're recirculating dirty water. And the truth is, so is your clothes washer. (laughs) But my clothes seem clean. Well, of course, but you know, like what happens? Just think about it now. On the one hand, think about the dog in the tub and you're putting the, the water in the tub and then you put in a tiny bit, like a half an ounce of shampoo concentrate and bingo, you start spraying that. And it gets darker and darker as it picks up dirt. Well, that's what freaks out people. The same thing happens, however, in your washing machine, you just don't see it. You know, you put the dirty dry clothes in there, it adds water, then you put in the detergent and it starts sloshing that shit around. <laughs> Very good sound effect, Barbara. I like it. You were looking to see if you had anything on your board, and I just filled it right in. It was perfect. <laughs> well, yeah. as it sloshes the dirty clothes in the detergent solution, the solution gets darker and darker. Well, are your clothes getting dirtier and dirtier again? Doesn't seem like it. No. And then it disposes of that water, puts some fresh water in (laughs) for a while, and then it flushes that out. Okay, so you got the dirty dog in the tub. You got the shampoo in the water solution, and you start spraying it on the dog, and you notice that the water in the tub is getting darker and darker, and you think, oh, my God. The thing of it is, the surfactants that are the magic of all cleaning products, surface acting agents, are physically grabbing the soils and holding on to them for dear fucking life. You will never have a prison escape 
uh, myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they lock in. They group together those molecules, those shampoo molecules group together. They hold on for dear life, and they surround that dirt, and it ain't going anywhere. And it ain't going back to the dog. The dirt you're seeing in the water is no longer present on the dog. That's right. It's in the water. And the water's not letting go of it because the water is charged ionically. That's why it's called an anionic detergent. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yep. (laughs) It's all about the magic of the electrical charges. The dirt and soils become a part of the solution, literally. The solution that you're rinsing over and over the dog and the solution of the dirty dog problem. Now, when some people use a bathing beauty and say, I didn't like it. I thought it didn't really get the dogs clean as I get them clean. I, I, me is the best. (laughs) And this machine ain't taking over my job. Even if it does, make it easier. Use less water. Use less shampoo. And use less time and save your hands for scissoring. You know what I say? I say... Oh, Patty! It is way better to use a bathing system because of all of those reasons. It's safer on the skin. It is so diluted that it's much, much less harmful to the lipids and the essential elements of the brick and mortar of the skin. It's much less likely to cause an allergic reaction or an irritation happening because you forgot to rinse or you didn't rinse five times in the underbelly. Or you run out of water in your water tank at your last stop and Uh, you don't have quite enough water to get that dog rinsed. At least I can rest assured that mostly it's pretty safe. Mostly it's pretty gone because it's, uh, what is a rinseless? The best shot, one shot spray on rinseless shampoo. Yeah. Okay. It's just diluted shampoo that's diluted enough that it it can be left on and it's not going to be yucky. You know, they're just highly diluted shampoos, (laughs) really highly diluted. What about conditioners? I think the recirculating system is the boss conditioner application method. I couldn't believe how much better the conditioning was. I mean, it took me a while to get the knack of getting the dog clean with a recirculating system. I was very invested in my, I mean, I started out in this business as a bather to a diva groomer. Poodle dude. Yeah, poodle dude coming out of the closet, gay, driving his Corvette down to the park, (laughs) gay. I was rigorously trained to bathe. Let's just put it that way. So I didn't think that anything could measure up. And in fact, in the beginning, it seemed kind of like maybe it didn't. But I had to learn... See, when I'm applying shampoo and rubbing it around, I'm not paying as much attention to where I am because I'm feeling it. But you don't feel yourself applying the bathing beauty and you can skip the 
armpits or something. You really do have to direct the spray on every single part of the dog. Right, you paint the entire dog. That dog has to be touched everywhere. Because if you skip it, it's not going to spread so much on its own. I mean, some of that will happen. But you do have to address every area of the dog specifically with the spray. And I do find that it works a little bit best if you have some lateral movement of the nozzle so that you kind of are agitating a little bit. Agitating like agitation in the washing machine, right? Right. You're providing a little agitation there that helps release the uh, soil. Also, another thing that people complain about is keeping it clean, but it's not so hard. As a matter of fact, Ashley Hanvey has a really nice video about how to keep the Bathing Beauty clean. And on the newer models, it has a really nice nut on the bottom instead of a screw. The screws tend to strip out. It's hard to get them out after they're in, but with a wrench, you can just take the bottom of the Bathing Beauty off, clean anything you need to. She suggests running, I think, vinegar through it. That's what we've always said as well, is run some vinegar through it at the end of the night, Dry, hang up the hose, dry it out. And really, I've not passed along anything that I know of over the years, so I feel pretty good no, about it. No, and I have had least one post-grooming skin reaction problem that was probably from diluting in bottles and leaving shampoo sit for long periods of time. I can look back and say, "Uh uh-oh, I think that's what happened. I think I had contaminated shampoo that day. You just came up with another advantage Mm. that we didn't mention, and that is that you don't have to dilute shampoo and carry it around. Like for me in the grooming trailer, I have a shampoo caddy filled with bottles of shampoo, and it's safe because I'm never diluting the shampoo. It's always full strength, and I just squeeze a little in and use it, and there's no air exposed, and it's it's really great. I just love it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I actually went back to some hand bathing. I do hand bathing with treatments or medicated shampoos that I need to apply by hand and have a time set up time and then rinse well. And then I also had two toy poodles to groom and they're so small. I found that even the small toy poodles took more time to soap up and rinse off and condition up and rinse off than the Bathing Beauty swishing that stuff through. I, I was sorry I hadn't set up my Bathing Beauty for the day. But not everybody's gonna love the Bathing Beauty, but you can sabotage yourself if you're real invested in your own bathing. I sabotaged myself. I did. I did. I refused to replace a table that was so out of date that I should have replaced it 10 years ago. My new electric table, I did with all those golden retrievers, four golden retrievers almost in a row on two different days. And the German shepherd and the dog with the bad hips and the blind dog, everybody is just stepping on that table and taking the ride up. I took a ride up. It's really fun. (laughs) It's like an amusement (laughs) park ride in my trailer. I love it. 
Pump it up, pump it up. I use my bathing beauty for every single dog I do, little or big. And I also use it for all my cats. If I'm bathing a cat, which Barbara isn't doing a lot of cats anymore. If I'm going to do a cat bath, I absolutely use my bathing beauty every single time. Because you're going to be really glad you don't have a lot of soapy soap. Yeah, to get off that cat. To get off that cat. (laughs) You are telling the truth, Barbara. I'm going to run out the door and ride the horse because it's not currently raining at the moment. And everybody, thank you for being here. By the way, next episode, we're going to have Helen Schaefer on. And we're going to talk about the state of education in the grooming industry, which I'm excited about that. We might be a little bit controversial. We might be controversial, and I suspect we might run long. Uh, But that's just the way it goes here at the Groom Pod. Happy grooming, everybody. Thanks for being here. Support our sponsors. See you next week on the Groom Pod. Bye now. And take care of yourselves, because we love you.